Welcome to the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. I'm your host, Claire Sieber, global career and leadership coach, facilitator, speaker, and founder of Eating Your Cake 2, a business focused on helping you sell yourself with more confidence and take control of your career and leadership success. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to amplify your influence, accelerate your career growth, create real presence and have a true impact by learning the tools and strategies that you need to show up with more courage, more confidence and more clarity. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, lovely, and thank you for joining me for episode four of the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. Today's topic is one very close to my heart and probably one that you will see as a pretty common theme in a lot of the topics that we talk about around ultimately how do you sell yourself with confidence. But today's topic is around how can you communicate like Oprah, How can you communicate with confidence? How can you communicate assertively? How can you communicate and know that you're able to answer questions that you might get impromptu without panicking and sweating and wanting the ground to swallow you whole? So today I'm really going to talk through some of the key traps that I see people fall into when it comes to presenting with confidence. And truth be told, this is one of the biggest barriers that I see for women and some men, but predominantly women, when it comes to being able to sell ourselves. We panic that we might not be able to answer a question that we get asked in the moment. We panic that we'll forget our content or our slides or we'll muddle up a stat or we'll get something wrong. So instead of kind of leaning into the discomfort, instead of building that confidence up through taking action, we completely avoid. We lean back. We don't put our hands up for opportunities. We don't step in and kind of work through the discomfort because we know that the growth is ultimately on the other side. Now, when you think of, I always love asking my clients this question around, when you think of women who you believe, communicate with confidence and courage and are assertive in their message, who do you think of? And more often than not, I find the common names that come up is Oprah. You get a car and you get a car and you get a car. We all get a car. (laughs) I wish that I could communicate like Oprah and give all of you gifts just for listening. But watch this space. Who knows? Maybe down the track, I'll be able to do that. But Oprah is absolutely the common person who comes up whenever I ask that question, as are people like Michelle Obama, Jacinda Ardern, Kamala Harris. Gosh, who else comes to mind? So many strong, assertive, courageous women who we look at and we think, man, they just make that look so easy. And so we often think, you know, they've made that look so easy. I couldn't possibly be like that. I'm never going to get there. I'm not going to be able to do that. So instead of try, I'll just avoid. But what happens when we avoid is that we miss out on opportunities. What happens when we don't put our hand up or we don't lean in is that we miss the opportunity to showcase our thought leadership with the world to showcase what we're really capable of, to showcase the value that we can bring. 
So when we don't step into that power, it really is a missed opportunity. And although I know that speaking publicly or even just speaking to a larger group of people in a meeting for a lot of people is terrifying, but it is also part and parcel for a lot of us in terms of how we need to show up in the workplace. For almost all of us in the corporate world, there are going to be times where you need to be able to speak in front of a group of people. You need to be able to articulate your message with confidence. You need to be able to answer questions unprompted without sort of breaking into a sweat and hoping that you can just hide under the desk and it'll all go away. I've been there. Trust me, I've been there. (laughs) But we need to get on top of these feelings. And unfortunately, the only way to really do that is by taking action. I have quite a few activities that I get some of my ladies in the Sell Yourself with Confidence program. I get them to do to really help build that muscle around, you know, thinking about what is my opinion really on this? How do I articulate that concisely, you know, in two minutes or less? How do I answer a question that is unprompted or that I wasn't expecting, right? All of the things that are usually the reasons why we avoid, usually the reasons why we just hang back We'll look down, hoping that nobody will ask us a question. You know, when somebody throws out to, the, to a group of people who's got an idea or a suggestion for something, we look down at the ground instead of looking up and making eye contact with the speaker and saying, oh, I do. Here's what I think. So what I want to share with you today is some of the things, certainly, you know, when we, again, when we talk about people like Oprah and Jacinda Ardern, Michelle Obama, Kamala Harris, Brene Brown, you name them, what are some of the things that they do? that you consistently see them do in the way that they show up? And how might you be able to take some of those learnings and implement that into the way that you show up? The first thing I want to say with these women is that they've done a lot of work on the inside, right? They have worked through their stuff, which we all have. We've all got stuff. We've all got baggage. They've worked through it and they've come out the other side clear on what their unique story is, what their unique strengths are, their skill sets. And they know, they know exactly what they bring to the table and why the world should stop and listen. And my friend, if you don't know that for yourself, if you don't know what your strengths are, if you don't know the value that you bring, then that has to be step one. You've got to believe in your worth You've got to believe in what you have to bring to the table because if you don't, no one else will. And so that is absolutely another podcast topic for another day. Or if you know this is a challenge for you that you want to dig into now, then it might be time to consider the Sell Yourself with Confidence program. But step one, know who you are, know your skill set, know your value, know your strengths and work through your shit because we've all got it. We've all got baggage. We've all got shit that we've got to unpack. But when we finally give ourselves the time to actually do that, you'll be amazed at what's on the other side. So that is the first thing I want to say about these women is for the most part, they've stepped through their shit. They've unpacked their shit. And for most of them, they've even shared that shit with the world, which in itself is a hugely empowering place to be. But secondly, they have also mastered 
in my opinion, they have also mastered some of the key traps that I so often see many women, myself included, get caught up in when we communicate. And so I want to share a couple of these traps with you today that you will not see these women do. You may currently identify some of these in yourself, and that's cool. That is totally cool. Because once we draw awareness to the fact that we, that we have them, then we can break the habit. We can step forward and we can move past it. So in order to show up and present with confidence, in order to show up and speak your opinion, your thought leadership, your ideas with confidence, we need to stop using fillers when we speak, right? So ums, ahs. Um, 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 uh, uh. <laughs> all of the things that we usually do when we're panicking, the things that we usually do when we don't feel confident in our content. And these are things that you will usually not find these powerhouse women do when they communicate. So what we want to try and do more of is speak directly, speak concisely, in order to ensure that you are heard and in order to ensure that you come across as knowledgeable and confident in what you're saying, because this is how we build credibility. This is how we build authority. If you do hear the odd time where one of these powerhouse amazing women, Brene Brown, may say the odd um or ah, usually it is because they're taking a moment to catch themselves, but it's pretty rare. It's pretty rare you'll hear them say it. Where I do hear it come up a lot, though, again, is when we don't feel confident. So if you feel like you're somebody that when you do communicate, you say um and ah and oh and oh and oh and, oh and all the other noises, regularly ask somebody, give somebody permission to call you out, give somebody permission to track it, to count it, to help you draw awareness to when it's actually happening. Because again, once you know when it's happening, you can do something about it. And maybe knowing the number of times that you do it when you're talking or presenting, perhaps that will be the kick up the butt that you need to want to get on top of that habit. So that is the first trap that I often see women fall into, the umming and the ahhing. The second trap that I often see women fall into, and men, but, but predominantly women, is we don't relish in the power of the pause. We don't relish in the power of the pause for impact. So if you watch Oprah in particular, she absolutely relishes in the power of the pause. She will say her piece succinctly and directly, and then she'll stop. She'll stop and she'll wait. She will let people absorb the powerful words that she's just shared. Let the audience let it marinate. Let them truly feel the impact of her words. And then she'll continue. She doesn't panic. She doesn't panic that people might not like what she said or she might not get the answer that she wants or freak out that people haven't liked it. She holds the pause lets it settle, and then she moves forward. So by doing this, she's ultimately commanding that respect. She is commanding that people recognize and listen to what she has just said. So don't be scared to embrace the power of the pause for impact. Say your piece and then wait. Someone will speak. Someone will speak eventually 
Or if you're in a one-way dialogue and you are the one who is just presenting, the power of the pause is also a great way to ensure your message is really heard. Number three, here is the third trap that you will never or very, very, very rarely hear these powerhouse women fall into. They don't rush their time away. Now, truth be told, I used to be terrible for this. I would often, I can think back to so many times where I would have to present on a topic at work and perhaps we were running slightly behind the agenda or whatever it might be. But for some reason, I felt like that was my fault. And for some reason, I then felt like I had to start the conversation with, oh, I won't take up too much of your time. Or I can quickly move you all through this. Or I can probably get us past this topic, you know, really quickly. And I would diminish the content that I was about to share before I'd even shared it. I would rush my time away. Not necessarily because I didn't believe that people didn't need to hear it. Usually it was through a group of leaders who really, really fucking did need to hear the message that I was sharing. But it was because I was not necessarily confident enough in what I was saying in the message that I was sharing. So my way of dealing with that was to rush my time away. So if you listen to Jacinda Ardern as an example, she doesn't speak too fast and she doesn't rush through things. She knows that her thoughts, her opinions, her ideas, her beliefs are of value and that they deserve that airtime. She won't diminish herself by saying things like, I'll just take a moment of your time. I can move through this part really quickly or I can just rush through. Don't worry, everybody. I can get us back on track. She knows how important what she has to say is and she doesn't rush it. She will be heard and people will listen. And that is a tool that is available to all of us, irrespective of status or position or hierarchy or power. That is a tool that is available to all of us. So don't be afraid to use it. Another trap that I don't see these women fall into is that they stand in their own power. And this relates back a little bit to what I was saying earlier around they know their strengths, they know their skill sets, they know who they are, they know what they bring to the table. And do I absolutely acknowledge at this point that some of these ladies are well-trained? They've got a team of people there coaching them, guiding them, helping them continue to show up. Yeah, hell yeah, I get that. But that doesn't mean that you can't do it too. That doesn't mean that you are not in a position to step into your power, to make the decision to show up, to make the decision to lean forward, to make the decision to get out of your own way. And with these ladies, when you watch them on stage, you will notice that they don't play small. They don't sit back with their arms crossed over themselves, their hands on their necks, trying to hide, hoping the ground will swallow them up, even though sometimes they probably do wish that would happen. They stand tall, straight, or they sit up straight with their shoulders back. They sit up confidently. They are upright. They're making eye contact. Their feet are planted on the ground. They're not twisted around each other like a pretzel. They are there. They are all in. They're not trying to shrink themselves physically, probably mentally too. They are all in. They're stepping in their power. And our body language makes up 55% of what we say. 
Our body language makes up 55% of the way we communicate. So use it, right? 7%, when we talk about communication, only 7% are the actual words coming out of our mouth. 38% is how we use things like tone and pace and pitch and pause and things like that. 55% is how we show up in our bodies, our nonverbal communication. 55%. Do you know how amazing that is? Do you know how wonderful that is that you can stand up, show up, demonstrate confidence just by standing physically in your own power? There's a TED talk by Amy Cuddy that some of you may have heard of or may have watched before, and I love it. It is all about the message that we send out to the world through our body language. I will drop the link to it in the show notes. It is one of the most watched TED Talks in the world. And it talks about how we can train our brain to build our own confidence through our own body language. And Amy talks a lot in this presentation around the power, the power of power posing, <laughs> the power of power posing in helping us build our own confidence, in seeing our own value, in believing in our own message. And I believe in that with every part of me as well. We can convince our brain to back ourselves just by standing or sitting with confidence. And lastly, the trap that I don't see these women fall into, but I so often see other women fall into and men and myself included, is they don't use up talk or up speak at the end of their sentences. What is that? So up talk or up speak is essentially what happens when we speak and we put an inflection at the end of all of our sentences. So what happens is what we're saying, everything ends up sounding like a question instead of a statement because we speak sort of like with this uptick at the end. And what that can do is it can take away our power can take away our assertiveness because it almost sounds like we don't even believe in what we're saying. We're constantly asking. We sound like we're constantly asking questions. We sound like we're constantly questioning ourselves. So if you think that is a trap that maybe you fall into, again, ask somebody close to you to listen out for it. Ask them to call it out. Give them permission to tell you when they see it, when they hear it, when they notice it. Because once you can get on top of that, once you've drawn awareness to it, you can get past it. The last little bonus, bonus piece that I want to give to you today, and I think this one is so powerful, is and particularly is relevant for people that become very fearful around not knowing how to answer questions that they get unprompted. So you do a presentation and, you know, when you say, has anybody got questions? And you give it about half a second before you're like, okay, no worries, all the best, thanks. <laughs> because we actually don't want to be asked questions because we're terrified that we won't have the answer. A little tactic that you can master to help you get on top of this is the three P's approach to unprompted questions. So, and what's quite funny about this is it's actually two P's and an F, but the framework works when we say the three P's and it's easy to remember. And what the three P's stand for is past, present, future. Yes, I know that future starts with an F, but we are spelling it with a PH for the purposes of this activity. So when you get a question that is, I don't know, maybe you get a question around, what do you think the right way forward for the organization is when we talk about the hybrid workforce going forward and the future of work? Using the three P's model, 
you can answer this by saying something along the lines of, well, in the past, we've seen X, Y, and Z ways of working, and that worked for us. However, we currently, see, present, we currently find ourselves in a state of play where not everybody feels safe coming to work. People have gotten used to working at home. They're finding themselves more effective. Companies are able to save money through actually limiting the number of people going back to the office. In the future, going forward, what's to come, see, future part, going forward, we believe that this will be a strategy that we need to implement across the business as a whole to give people more solid flexibility and clarity over the ways that they may want to work. What this might look like could be blah, 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 blah. But do you see how by using that model in my mind, past, present, future, I've been able to answer and field a question from somebody that perhaps I wasn't expecting. Past, present, future. So here I'm going to just recap quickly on some of the things we've, we have spoken about today. And I hope that you will pick a couple of these to really hone in on in terms of how you show up and how you present. What we want to avoid is the fillers. Ums, ahs, ohs, all of those. If you think you're somebody that, that does that a lot, ask somebody to call you out. So limit the use of fillers in the way that we communicate. Two, don't be afraid to relish in the power of the pause for impact. Three, don't rush your time away. Don't run off stage as soon as you feel like you can. Don't hurry through your presentation. You own that space. Share with the world your thoughts. They want to hear it. Fourthly, stand in your power. Own the 55% of all communication that is our body language. Own it and stand in it. And lastly, don't use uptalk or upspeak on the ends of your sentences. And then your bonus tactic was the three P's approach to answering unprompted questions. Past, present, future. We all have the ability, my friends, to communicate like Oprah. We do. We can do it. We just have to believe we can and we have to be prepared to start. For those of you listening who run your own businesses or who want to continue to step forward into leadership, we need to get comfortable with communicating to groups of people. We need to get comfortable communicating our message, our ideas, our authority. And this is part and parcel of helping you be able to do that. So I would encourage you, if you are sitting there thinking, oh, holy hell, <laughs> I don't even know where to start, then I would encourage you to reach out and have a conversation with me about our Sell Yourself with Confidence program. In our group program, we go into this in so much more detail and you will be surrounded by a community of like-minded women and men who are all there to egg each other on and help each other show up and communicate with confidence. So that is one option for you. Another option for you is reach out and have a chat with me. Maybe there's some work we can do one-on-one -on -one in a bespoke plan just for you to help you get on top of any of the barriers or the self-limiting beliefs that you've got around the reasons why you think maybe you can't show up with confidence. But I am here to tell you, my friend, that you can, you probably already are. You just have to believe that you are capable. 
So that is it for another episode. We're just like that. We have four episodes in. Thank you as always for your time. It is a pleasure having you here with me and I cannot wait to continue on this journey with you. Our next episode is going to be our first Q&A interview and I am so excited for some of the wonderful people that I am going to be bringing your way. So stay tuned, take care and keep smiling, my friends. Well, that's it for another episode of the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. It has been amazing to have you here and I am so grateful for you taking the time to pop me in your ears as you go about your day or night. Remember to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Eating Your Cake 2 and if we aren't connected on LinkedIn yet, reach out and say hi. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, then I would love if you would leave me a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with me here too. Until next episode, you've got this. You can do it. You are doing it. And remember to sell yourself with confidence. Hey there. Thanks for hanging on and thank you again so much for listening to the podcast. I truly love having you with me, but I want to make sure that you know if you're ready to work together exactly how we can do it. There are two ways to work with me individually. The first is through my private one-on-one coaching program where I only take a very limited number of clients each year by application. In this program, we create a bespoke plan for you designed to get you smashing your goals. If you're in need of someone to help you step into leadership, take control of your career, or design a powerful and energizing action plan to ensure you are seen, heard, and noticed at work or in your business, then this may be the program for you. The second way to work with me is through my private one-on-one Sell Yourself with Confidence program. This six-month proven program is purposefully created and structured, guaranteeing you get results. It's focused on four major barriers that I so often see preventing women from selling themselves. So at the end of this program, you'll walk away with a whole host of tangible deliverables, including a new pimped up resume, LinkedIn profile, relationship currency map, a unique selling proposition, a speaking with impact toolkit, and so much more. If you are ready to step up in your career or leadership, earn more, be heard more, and build an impactful and purposeful personal brand, then now is the time for you to do it. This private program will only be around for the next few months before we launch our global group Sell Yourself with Confidence program. If you feel like I would also be a good fit for your organization, let's chat about how together we can create more confident, courageous, and self-aware leaders capable of driving positive change in themselves, their teams, and in your organization. Jump on my website and download the services info pack. I'd love to chat to you. Book a call in my calendar. The link is in my show notes. Thanks again so much for listening.